The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plants, it's time to Hempresent. Our radio resident Hempo-Sapien Vivian McPeak will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hempresent about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. My friends, I am Vivian McPeak, and this is the Hempresent Resistance. If you have feedback or would like to suggest a guest or topic for Hempresent, email me at hempresent at gmail.com. Today's guest on Hempresent is Sharon Kebble, the founder and CEO of 40 Goods, the first furniture company with lockable drawers to safely and securely store cannabis products. This anti-fast furniture startup is based in Milwaukee and has created handcrafted pieces for responsible cannabis use within the modern home by keeping curious hands out. Forty's products are made in the USA, sustainably sourced, built to last. They have controlled access via an app, carbon filters that neutralize the scent of cannabis, and use FSC certified woods and water-based finishes. Sharon previously spent over a decade as an interior designer before turning her talents to develop furniture for Kohl's. After an overseas factory trip where she witnessed subpar working conditions and horrible pollution, Sharon got to work building the kind of company she wanted to work for, socially and environmentally sustainable, meaningful, and family supporting. And I'm excited to have Sharon with you today to tell us more about her cool furnishings. Welcome, Sharon, to Cannabis Radio. Thank you so much for having me, Vivian. My pleasure. Your bio mentions an overseas trip where you witnessed bad conditions for workers as well as pollution. What exactly did you see and how did that affect you? Sure. So, um, you know, when I first started that job, uh, we were going overseas a couple times a year. And, you know, in the beginning, it was really uh, exciting. You know, I was seeing a part of the world that I hadn't seen before and um, doing one of the things that I love to do, which is seeing things get built. And, um, you know, once I became pregnant and started becoming more concerned about the environment and, and things like that. Uh, I was over there probably, I think I was probably about five months pregnant and I was in one of the factories and we were going through the finishing line and I could, you know, smell it. It was making me lightheaded, you know, the fumes from the chemicals. And I asked uh, the factory um, personnel if I could have a respirator to cover my face and, you know, clean the air that I was breathing. And 
they gave me a paper mask, not unlike the masks that we're using now for COVID. And, you know, the rule of thumb for PPP in a situation like that is if you can smell the fumes, then you're not being protected. You need to change your um, you need to change your filtration. And so I was like, I can't do this. I'm pregnant. I'm just going to leave. So I talked to my supervisor. I walked to the end of the um I walked out of the room and on the way out, I was looking around and I realized that nobody had anything more than a paper mask covering their face. And, you know, that's just one example. These are, you know, these are conditions that over time are going to affect people's lives and, you know, things like that, um, you know, just didn't sit well with me after a while. So some people are probably buying furniture where the workers have been poisoned or exposed to hazardous conditions, right? Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of, uh, you know, different environmental concerns that, um, you know, people have about overseas furniture and, and fast furniture in general. And, you know, I used to joke that I was, people would ask me what I did. And I said, you know, I make tiny furniture for landfills. And people were like, that's not funny. And I was like, yeah, it really isn't. Um, I started really wanting to do something that was, supportive of the people who were making these products because, you know, it is a craft. And I wanted to make sure that these people were taken care of and that, you know, when you brought a piece of furniture into your home, you weren't going to be exposed to those same chemicals off-gassing in your home, you know, stinking up the place and, and, and things like that. And everybody talks about new car smell, but when you, um, you know, when you have that, that's, it's not actually a good healthy thing for you to be inhaling. So um, all of the furniture that you get from us, you know, it's not going to off gas in your home. It doesn't smell um, because we're not using products that contain those harsh chemicals. So when you say anti-fast, you mean it's an alternative to the cheaply produced assembly line factory furniture that can be made out of particle board or things like urethane foams that have exactly. toxic exactly. flame retardants, right? Yep, that's exactly wow. it. Wow, that's really cool. So you spent years as an interior designer, and at some point you decided to start your own furniture company. Did you know from the beginning that you wanted to create childproof furniture for the storing of Canada's products, or did that concept evolve over time? It definitely evolved. Um, you know, so everybody says it, but life changes when you have a kid. Um, and like I said, I was working as a product designer and, you know, started to become more concerned about the environment and working conditions. So that was kind of step one, right? And then when our daughter was born, um, my consumption method changed. So I went from smoking to more convenient methods like edibles and vaping. And then as she got more mobile, my husband and I did all the typical baby proofing in our home. So fast forward a couple of years and I started to worry about ingestion when she starts, you know, crawling and walking and things like that. Um, and, you know, she and my husband both like um, like fruity candy. And so I remember one day when she was maybe about two or three, I left the kitchen for a minute to switch a load of laundry while she was coloring, you know, it was just going to be gone for a second. And when I came back, not even three minutes later, she had pushed one of our bar stools up to our coffee bar, was standing on the counter with her hands in the cabinet, eating candy out of the box. <laughs> oh, and aside from like freaking out about her climbing up so high and like she could have fallen and hurt herself, I realized just how much she sees everything. And that's when, you know, the thoughts about the line and the ideas for safe storage started kind of percolating. Um, let's talk about your company, 40 Goods. Sure. Uh, 
What was the reaction like from your friends and family when they learned that you were going to make what could be described kind of, I guess, as stoner furniture? Yeah. Um, and, and was that even a thing before you began manufacturing it? Well, um, to answer your last question, it wasn't really a thing. I mean, there's a lot of different stash boxes and other kind of more mobile, you know, smaller solutions out there. Um, but I was really looking for something that, you know, could house, you know, multiple different things for, you know, many different people. So we talk about, you know, some of our consumers being, there's some of our customers being parents with, you know, young children up through teenagers. We talk about our, um, another one of our customers is, you know, maybe a little bit of, you know, someone who doesn't necessarily have children in their home regularly, but on occasion and wants to have, you know, storage there. So think like a grandparent or an aunt or uncle or a caregiver, and then we talk about people who are um, connoisseurs and people who might not have children in their homes, but could have a roommate situation or might have like a second home that they want to keep something in for themselves. So those are kind of the three um, customers we, we think are, you know, that we know are using our furniture. And then, um, you know, from there, talking about that with my family and friends, you know, it's just been really overwhelming support. Uh, everybody thought it was a great idea. And, you know, frankly, you can go on the internet today and have your pick between thousands of options for bar carts and um, liquor cabinets, but there just really wasn't anything out there for, for cannabis, for cannabis consumers. And, um, and, you know, why not? Can you describe some of the components that make your furniture unique? Uh, what am I going to find in your furniture pieces, which are lovely, by the way. I've been enjoying Thank photographs you. of your stuff. Very sensible, pleasing to the eye, and looks like they're very well uh, constructed. Um, but, for example, uh, the controlled access uh, part, how does that sure. work? Sure. So, um, you know, that was one of the things that we looked at. We wanted to have something that couldn't be lost, like a physical key. And most people aren't losing their phones. So we kind of quickly settled on, you know, app control for the locking and unlocking features. So um, you can download an app from the uh, Apple Store or from uh, your for your Android phone. And you can basically you connect up to your furniture and then um, there are some different settings that you have in there where you can kind of decide how you want it to lock or unlock again. And uh, it's just a tap of a button to lock or unlock a drawer. And um, when you close it, just um, one of the things that I like to tell people to do is always, you know, just lightly press your drawer one last time until you hear that click, just so that you have that kind of like mental memory of, okay, no, my drawer is locked and, and, and secure and I can go about my day without worrying about it. So that's one of the things that I think makes it unique is that, you know, we have this app-based system, which is very easy for people who, uh, for easy for people to use. And also, um, you know, as you get older and you age, you might not have the dexterity to be using a key with a kind of pinching and twisting motion to get it open. So we wanted to kind of think about things in terms of like the, the you know, what happens in a life over over time so that this furniture can kind of grow with you. Um, and then just some of the other um, features are, you know, besides the security is that it will neutralize the scent with the um, carbon filters, replaceable carbon filters that we have. You can, you know, organize everything, whether it's just getting everything into a piece of furniture and, um, you know, having a, 
having a uh, organization system with our accessories where you can organize everything that you have. You know, it helps to preserve potency, keeping everything away from light, um, being in a closed drawer. And also, you know, the accessories that we have also like the, the um, jars and things like that to help preserve potency. And then, you know, last but not least, we like to make sure that everything that we have is sustainably sourced um, and American made so that you know that the product that you're supporting is supporting the people who make it. You know, the only furniture these days, I'm just fascinated by the security aspect of this because yeah. you really have to buy a desk to have. And then you might be lucky if there's one or two drawers that lock. Um, but I really think it's cool. The idea of just furniture that has secure locked areas. I mean, that's. I, I would benefit from that myself. Thank you. Uh, just Thank I like the you. security idea of that. Um, we got about 30 minutes, or excuse me, we got about 30 seconds till a, the next break. Um, I just, do you ever go into somebody's home and office and think to yourself, man, that is some butt ugly, crappy S furniture, <laughs> and there's not even a place to store any weed in? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I've been known to have a critical eye. Um, but, uh, you know, usually I'm not offering up any kind of. Uh, critique unless it's <laughs> unless it's requested. <laughs> I can imagine. I'm talking to Sharon Kevel from Forty Goods, and we're going to take a quick break and come back with our second segment. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take-anywhere treat. We're back to Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. We are back on Hemp Present with Sharon Kevel. Sharon, while alcohol is widely consumed in families across America, cannabis, even in states where its sale and use uh, is legal, still has quite a bit of stigma attached to it, probably more so for parents than anyone else. What are your thoughts on the stigma associated with parental cannabis use and how important is it that we destigmatize it? Yeah, um, I mean, great question. So the stigma is definitely real. And, you know, when you become a new parent, one of the things that you will realize that everybody has, you know, ideas about how you should be raising your kids. <laughs> so you have to deal with that in general. But then when you layer on something like um, CBD or THC use, uh, there's just a whole, uh, a whole other can of worms that you get into. So you know, part of that stigma is due to prohibition and, you know, THC is still illegal in my home state, though we thankfully still have uh, legal access to CBD. But, um, you know, when developing the line, we sent out a cannabis survey to people across the country to try and dig into this stigma a little bit. Um, you know, we, we asked them whether or not they were, parents were allowing their children to see them consume cannabis. And of course, the majority did not, even in legal states, um, though many did interact with their kids after consuming cannabis. And so we asked those parents whether or not it changed their parenting style. And 
you know, it, it's amazing. Every single response that we got back was incredibly positive and really centered on being able to set aside their daily stresses and concerns and connect with their kids in a meaningful way. So, you know, mainstream society is quick to stigmatize those parents as drug users. And really a lot of them are like, you know what, I just want to be able to leave work at work and, you know, come home and get silly with my kid. And cannabis can help people do that. Now you look at something like alcohol and parenting, you know, just take a spin on the internet and you're going to see all kinds of stuff, wine glasses, adult juice bags, you know, things that have phrases like because kids and mommy's juice box printed on them. So it's really socially acceptable to consume alcohol, even in front of your children, despite it providing zero health and wellness benefits, unlike hemp and cannabis. And yet we're, we're okay with that for some reason. And I think that that's something that there's a lot of people out, you know, on social media and within, you know, the cannabis space that are trying to um, combat that because it's, it's nonsense. You know, and it's, and it's common knowledge that alcohol can, can be associated with, you know, violent behavior and aggression and depression, even mm-hmm. suicide um, and, and, and things like that. Um, and yet it's, it's so accepted by the mainstream. Um, so we really have a lot of work to do. Um, Agreed. You know, not only does your furniture conveniently prevent child access to a person's stash, but also kind of handily keeps your stash and assorted accessories tucked neatly away and organized. Yeah. And in a way to me, this is kind of the natural progression of a culture that's maturing and evolving, kind of a symbol of cannabis entering the mainstream. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you agree? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I do. I mean, I think it's really important that we are normalizing people's use of this you know, of cannabis and hemp products, Um, you know, they do have a lot of wellness benefits. And, um, you know, there's a whole movement of cannabis parents on social media that are, you know, trying to help break down this stigma um, that, you know, cannabis use makes you this sort of selfish or bad parent, which is just, you know, frankly, not true. And it comes from a place of misinformation. Um, And, you know, I just think that, you know, having these pieces, you know, it's the industry is growing up, you know, there is the superior quality of the plants and products that are available today and the precision, you know, dosing people can microdose now where, you know, when I first found cannabis in high school, it was nowhere near the, you know, the potency that it is today. So, you know, safe storage is, I feel a requirement and, you know, we're just trying to offer up one option that, um, you know, might fit someone's lifestyle better who doesn't want, you know, a small tabletop box. They might want a full piece of furniture, something that fits and integrates within their home. Have you heard from any like parents associations or or anything like that? I mean, it seems like your product might uh, get some kind of attention. Yeah. um, We haven't actually heard anything from any parents associations, but um, you know, there is, um, you know, a group that we are, you know, connected with online. Um, And I think we're going to end up doing some conversations about safe storage through, you know, Instagram and um, Clubhouse to try and start having these conversations about why it's important to safely store and whether or not, you know, 
you know, you don't have to lock it up in our furniture, but lock it up in something, you know, like the Mike and Ike's and, you know, the candies in our house, your kid is going to find it. And so you want to make sure that, you know, you can avoid a situation that is avoidable. Yeah. I mean, if you've ever eaten too much uh, edible products, it can be <laughs> very uh, uncomfortable, even for a, a grown up. Yeah. And um, certainly nothing you want to put your kids through. No. And, you know, with the fact that now a lot of, you know, gummies are sold in, you know, packs of 100 milligrams of THC, I mean, that's a couple handfuls for a kid. And if they don't know what THC means or that the fact that food can be, you know, can have a psychoactive effect to it, it's going to be a real rude awake, awakening in, you know, 30 minutes to an hour when, you know, all of everything starts happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's you know, part of freedom is responsibility. And, exactly. and you know, parental responsibility is probably the, the ultimate form. Um, I'm curious about affordability. How does your furniture, uh, how do your prices rate next to comparable traditional anti-fast machines? So we're still a little bit more expensive. You know, like if you look at somebody like, um, you know, a room and board or there are a number of other, um, you know, U.S.-based manufacturing um, options or U.S.-based manufactured options for furniture, uh, room and board happens to be one of the oldest um you know, that's available nationally. So your listeners might know that. Um, but, you know, we're a little bit more expensive than that, but we also have the ability to lock in a way that, you know, there is a, a control unit and there are, you know, locks that electronic locks that are into that. So there, there is more, um, there's more cost associated with it because of the add-ons that we've put into it, right, you know, the, right. the filters and things like that. And it's a specialty product. It is a specialty product. And so, you know, our pricing is a little bit higher than what you would see at some of those, you know, traditional, traditionally available, slow furniture, U.S. made um, pieces. But, you know, we do have additional, um, additional tech, so to speak, inside of it. Well, you get a whole lot more when you buy your furniture than when you buy a normal piece of furniture. Yeah. Right. Yep. Your focus on environmentally sound and sustainably sourced materials is commendable. Can you tell us a little bit more about your process for selecting your materials? Sure. So we wanted to source uh, hardwoods from our region in the Midwest. Um, we use a lot of ash, oak, walnut. Um, we also have our Baltic birch, which we use in our accessories, uh, which is not sourced from the region, but is still sustainably um, sustainably sourced. Um, and then we spent a lot of time looking at uh, finishes. So a lot of people will tell you that water-based finishes are just really inferior to um, conventional, um, traditional solvent-based finishes, but that's just really not the case anymore. So we ended up um, doing a lot of research and landed on a finish that, you know, most people probably wouldn't be able to tell. Um, is a water-based finish, except that, you know, it doesn't have any, any smell in it. Um, all of our, all of our um, drawer hardware and pulls are all made um, in the U.S. And um, those are made by craftsmen that we found. A lot of the pieces were things that, you know, we designed in-house and then found the craftsmen to make them for us. So, um, you know, really we've been kind of, We've, we've put a lot of love and effort into not just what the product looks like, but, you know, what it's made up of as well. 
I'm speaking to Sharon Kevill from 40 Foods, and we're going to come back with our last segment right after this break. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. We're back on the air with Sharon Kevill. Um, Sharon, I just think it's so cool um, what you're doing with your furniture. You know, when I get in my car, I'm often frustrated that I don't have more storage compartments and and places to, to hang things and stuff. I always think that if I designed a car, I would make it, you know, mm-hmm. like a backpack or something uh, kind of utilitarian. I'm just curious, do you have any plans for extending your product line, any other cool new projects in the pipeline or any other ideas that are innovative uh, to integrate into furniture? Yeah, so um, we are actually going to be, um, you know, expanding on the line that we have. We're going to stay within furniture right now, but, um, you know, we'll probably expand a little bit beyond cannabis to include other solutions for parents and, um, you know, different ideas for how to make the furniture that you have within your home more useful, Um so those things will probably be coming, you know, later this year in 2021. Um, and we're also looking at potentially doing some outdoor, um, some outdoor pieces. So for people who are in warmer climates, like, you know, California, um, and are able to do a lot more year round entertaining, we thought it would be great to have a piece that you could, you know, have out on your patio, but that still has security and storage. Wow, that's really cool. So it's so it's it's really it's functional furniture. Yeah. What a what a cool uh, concept. Um, yeah. So if if people want to uh, look at your product line, um, check out your your stuff and everything, where would they go? Um, well, you can check out our website at um, 40goods.com, F-O-R-T-I-G-O-O-D-S.com. And then um, we're also on social media and our handle most places is at 40goods. And could somebody order uh, a product from your product line anywhere in the country? Uh, yeah, anywhere in the U.S. We're not shipping outside of the U.S. right now. So um just the United States right now, but anyone in the U.S. can purchase a piece of furniture, and um, we include curbside delivery. If somebody wants to have it brought into their home for a small upcharge, you can have uh, it brought into your home and set up for you. Well, it's just really impressive. Um, I, I think that I think that what you're doing is just so important because it, you know, one of the ways that we battle the negative stigma that the, the really the 80 you know almost 100 years of disinformation about cannabis users as being 
dangerous criminals, mm -hmm. irresponsible, lazy, ignorant. I mean, all the things that have been uh, unfairly leveled against us. This is the kind of innovation and kind of responsible application of technology, um, which really, you know, really counteracts that. And I just think that it's, it's just really powerful what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. You bet. Sharon Kevill from 40 Goods, and that's F-O-R-T-I, 40 Goods. Thank you so much for being on Present. Thank you so much for having me, Vivian. My pleasure. That concludes this installment of Present on Cannabis Radio. When it comes to prohibition, you have the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find your voice and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile. Until then, my friends, stay strong and get involved in the struggle for justice and to end prohibition for good. Turn up the music, Maestro, because I'm out. Marijuana! The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.